Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip podcast. And today, my guest is Carrie Jemima Cooper. Jem is a former professional ballerina turned elite endurance athlete, a psychology graduate, illness survivor, serial entrepreneur, and world traveler. She serves high aspiring and high achieving people to achieve sustainable levels in success in business while maintaining complete lifestyle alignment. Jem has previously consulted for international companies, worked as the European business development director for a leading professional sports marketing agency, and has ran five profitable businesses, all of which starting from scratch. Jem, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for uh, giving that little intro. (laughs) Yeah. So I really appreciate you coming on today. You got a lot of, you have a lot of accomplishments there. I was wondering if you can uh, take a few minutes and just sort of bring us up to speed of who you are and how you became so amazing. Oh, well, that's, that's very, very kind of you to say. Um, So yeah, it's been quite a journey. I started off uh, four years old taking up classical ballet and that was very much the only thing in my everything and my future was mapped out from a very very young age and I got into kind of the elite performance world really training very seriously from about the age of eight or nine and then just kind of going through that um but unfortunately um a period of pretty severe illness um kind of changed my path somewhat I did eventually end up as um getting a professional contact contract uh, as a ballerina over in London Um, but one thing uh, and another and I I realized that ultimately I had to step out of that world in order to really live to the fullest Um, so and the tender age of 19 I had kind of lost my everything and lost my lost my plan not knowing what to do so it was very much a case of okay well this is a bit rubbish you know, what do I do about it next? And how do I bounce back from this? And I ended up heading off to university because that's what you do when uh, you don't know what to do. It's where I actually found my next sport, which was uh, triathlon. So I am a half Ironman athlete. And that was a really amazing and very formative experience for me. I overcame a lot of fears, a lot of uncertainty. I was so not... um, sort of born or, or physically I was not really anything going for me to take up triathlon coming from a ballet background but I loved the fight and I loved 
the mental strength that it was developing and it required as well. And actually through my sports was how I actually got into business, realizing that it was a pretty expensive thing to do. Triathlon, I thought ballet was expensive, but triathlon was a whole nother whole nother game. And that led me to sports marketing. And so I started consulting um, and I had a couple of consulting agencies. I worked for um, a number of clients and then I partnered with a company over in America as a uh, director of their marketing firm. So I developed a marketing firm, which was really quite successful, but I learned a lot of lessons in how to do a lot of things right and how to do a lot of things wrong. And eventually kind of I, I, uh, decided that to go a slightly different way. Um, and so bringing all of this kind of experience together, I decided to step away from a lot of what I'd done before. Um, it was a little, a few companies in between that, but um, eventually I really uh, dived into what I, I love doing, where I feel most fulfilled and is truly, truly aligned with what I do now, which is peak performance coaching effectively. So really helping high striving, high achieving entrepreneurs to bring the whole spectrum of the physical, the mental, the energy and their business systems all together so they can reach that level of continuous success. And it's not just these peaks and troughs um, or that kind of doldrums where people kind of get stuck, which is a, a place that lots of high achievers sort of get get to. They try to do it all. And often it's piece of a case of putting the puzzle pieces in alignment. So I'd say a lot of the journey was uh, not always easy, but an absolute uh, stubbornness and uh, defiance that nothing was going to kind of get in my way or, or better things or greater things and just facing every challenge as it came and just jumping, taking the leap when cool opportunities came my way to see what happened. So Amazing. That's an amazing story. You know, a part of, you know, the, you know, the title that you have that you have on your website and all that is a life rebrand artist. Right. <laughs> and I think that's really, I think that's really poignant, right? Because you've gone through, you know, like these different, uh, these different stages where you, at first glance, you don't necessarily see how they are connected to each other, or they don't logically lead one into the next, into the next, into the next. Can you talk a little bit about that, about what, what a life rebrand artist is and like how that figures into how that figures into the coaching that you provide today yeah for sure i mean i really believe in the fact that you your kind of outcomes your future and the way way you interpret it, uh information that's coming in or challenges that coming come in or your situation you really have a choice how you're going to interpret that and what you're going to do with that how you're going to use that information to either grow from it stay stuck or go backwards. Um, and lots of people are very afraid of what if, and you know, what if, what if something, what if I fail? Yes, but also what if I succeed? And they don't sort of want to break out of this comfy, comfy zone, which is, to be honest, it's just human nature. We want to stay on the straight and narrow and we want to stay protected. And so it's nothing sort of um, that we should be ashamed of within ourselves, but it can really hold us back. I, um, absolutely through circumstances that I wouldn't have necessarily chosen have had to face a situation where everything I'd planned everything in my life has really sort of been torn apart and how do you deal with that um and I think there's a lot of people that get very very dragged down by it and I 100% believe that you need to manage manage that situation you need to feel the emotions you need to let yourself tap into the fact that this situation is tragic or this is this is 
horrible for you or incredibly stressful or incredibly sad or you're you're so angry about what's happened all of those emotions you must feel and you must not push them away however what is far more important than what happens and how you feel about it is what you do next because life keeps moving forward everything keeps moving forward and it's your choice whether you keep up with that train or not so i am a big big believer in the bounce back Um, and i have this phrase kind of like you can always have a rebrand when you need one. There's no, you don't need to wait for some life-changing tragedy. You don't need to wait for New Year's. You don't need to wait your 50th birthday. You've got enough uh, kind of uh, experience, uh, advice. You you know enough about yourself that you can change whenever you need to. Um, And I think a lot of people are waiting for some sort of confirmation or waiting for some sort of uh, sign from above that they can step into the whatever version they want to try next. It may not be the thing that they keep for another 20 years, but there's no reason that we can't explore different versions of ourselves. So how I bring that in coaching is really supporting people through those times of transition, whether that's elevating themselves within their business going from six to multiple six or six to seven figures or they're transitioning from a corporate space out into entrepreneurship or hey you know they're actually an individual that's very very successful but their life's falling down and in certain areas and they really want to bring up that side and align their business and their lifestyle so where I come in is really sort of supporting people with that kind of almost like the permission or helping them feel that they they can make that decision, giving them the uh, empowering them to take ownership of whatever the brand they want to create next is. You know, that is uh, that was so eloquently spoken because basically what you're talking about here is that anyone can really reinvent themselves, whether it's through a divorce, whether it's through a career change, whether it's yeah. uh, just like, you know something, this sucks. And I want to move on. I want to do something else, you know? And And I I so believe I spend a lot of my time um, sort of saying that people don't need to wait for this charity. You don't need to wait for a divorce. Like there, sometimes we have these things and our life does. There's a before and an after and our life fractures, right? We have that time before the way we were and the time after, and it won't be the same. Um, and for some people, you know, that is incredibly difficult time, very, very, you know, upsetting time for many people. For some people, it is the absolutely formative thing that that makes them. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be so grandiose. You may just decide for no other reason than, you know, it's it's the time I have a feeling that you want to change things. And so I really do uh, sort of not believe that you have to have a tragedy. Um, and certainly from my personal experience, I had a had a tragedy in my life when I was um, very, very severely ill and given a very short time to live. And I, I'm very fortunate to be here, but it was a good another nine or 10 years till I was able to fully process all of that and fully do the deep work that I needed to around things that happened before that time, things that during that time and the kind of confusion after before I stepped into true alignment. So I often um, sort of say to people that it's a bit of a myth that we have that we see in the movies that, you know, you have that car crash and then this life, you know, you, you meet your Prince Charming and everything changes. It's not always like that, actually. Um, and there's no guarantee that you're wishing for this tragedy or you're wanting this tragedy or waiting for a tragedy. There's no guarantee anything will happen straight afterwards and that's when this rebound artist comes in right now you are the artist of your own life and you need to know when you need to close a chapter or turn turn the page of of, um on the easel or whatever it is and start drawing a new one and you can absolutely do that from whenever you choose 
you hit on something really interesting that I want to, uh, that I want to elaborate on, which is do the work, right? Yeah. You really do need to do the work in order to, you know, in order to make it happen. Your life, you are not going to magically have another career dropped on your lap. You are not going to have a, you know, a new amazing spouse just show up and, you know, smile at you and say, everything is going to be okay. You have to do the work to get in order to get this kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, part of that is being really intentional and being really actionable about the work that you need to do. So, you know, let's talk about that. That's part of your one big tip, which is when you're create, when you know that you have to do the work in order to get something done, you know that you need to make sure that, uh, you know, these steps are taken care of before you can go on to the next milestone. You have to, you know, not only articulate what it is that needs to happen, but you actually need to need to get them done. And what happens like, you know, at least for me, I'm guilty of this as well is, you know, like you can like anyone can make a huge to do list. Right. But those lists very often can be very overwhelming. They can also be very general. Right. You know, these are like big hairy. You know, sometimes people mistake, you know, the uh, to do list as a goal list. Right. Yeah. And if you do that, that's not necessarily what, you, you know, the goal definitely needs to be there. That needs to be the high level, you know, the the North Star of what you're going for. But the to the to do list, the actual actions that you need to get done, that's where, you know, you're actually doing the work. Let's talk a little bit about how you help people figure out, you know, what the actual work is in order to make these, uh, you know, in order to make this happen for themselves. How does that look like in your world? Well, that's so, so interesting. And I think a big part of this is taking responsibility. And that's a huge thing that I really work on with people, appreciating that actually a lot of the outcomes in our lives isn't a consequence of our beginnings or our um our history or the people around us. These are choices we make. We make the choice to carry the past with us. We make the choice with who we surround ourselves with and with if we let negativity into our worlds. We make a choice on um, you know how we deal with those actions. But um understanding that really yes you can align your energy and you can really focus on those big goals. And if you really embody those the kind of the world will serve you things in amazing ways, but it is a co-creation activity. It's you can't just wait for something to give you give you the answers. And, and like we were saying, kind of people wait for this life splitting moment. There's no guarantee that will change anything because it is this co-creation. You know, you may be served up that on a plate, but it's what you do about it then that matters. But this can be, you can look at this from the big picture and really understanding, doing that deep work to know what it is that you want. So those goals that you talk about, knowing what those goals are, but then it's a case of, okay, everyone can have big goals. Like I would absolutely love to, you know, be a gold medalist at a hundred meter sprint, but just wanting to do that's not going to get me very far. And my actions right now are not aligned to that. So me being able to run a half marathon is not going to get me that, you know, that sprinting um, gold medal. So there's often a, like a misalignment of what we do or what, what's happening right now and where we actually want to get to. But we can bring that down a level to really the day-to-day actions. Because ultimately, if we win our hours, we win our days, we win our days, we win our weeks, win our weeks, win our months. And then it's much easier to 
uh, to win our years and we look back and see what we've achieved. But a lot of people kind of um, overestimate what they can achieve in a day and very underestimate what they can achieve um, kind of in longer periods of time. So it's a case of breaking that down. But like you say, people do list all the list all of this stuff. Um, and at the end of the day, they haven't really moved forward at the end of the week or the end of the season. And actually, you know, time's passed and they haven't got towards this thing. Um, and traditionally, um, kind of when people are writing these to-do lists, so we get these actions and these, um, you know, these smart goals or whatever, and we, we write these lists, we kind of get it a little bit wrong because we we kind of create or identify the what, but we don't identify the steps to get us there. And we don't get anything that's kind of measurable or that we can... Um, really sort of move towards gradually we only we only go for the big picture so really really simple example of how this works so you might have on your um your list right now that welcome email sequence that everyone kind of forgets about but we all want a welcome email sequence so you might have that on a list somewhere but having that on a list somewhere you're going to look at and you're probably going to look at again and it's like oh i might put an hour towards that but it's very difficult to chunk that down um, and as uh, like the way our brain works as well, we see this big task and we see the kind of the what it is, but we don't understand the how and then things get in the way. However, if you break down the email sequence and different people need it broken down in different ways, but it may be a case of going, okay, instead of the email sequence, I need to write 10 subject lines. Um, or you could even be broken down further you, on your to-do list, you could kind of write them in in lines or you could just literally have go to go to um website provider or go to email service provider open this project and really identify each step that you physically have to take um uh, and you can go sort of email service provider welcome sequence campaign then write subject line then write first paragraph and you will be able to tick off these things and they're actual actions because you can't do a thing. You can't do a, a what. You can't do an email campaign, but you can, you know, type on your keyboard. You can open that software. And often once we get over that first hurdle and we're in it and we get over those first 21 to 23 minutes that we need to focus in, get into the deep deep work zone, then it's amazing what we can do. So really looking at how you can and look at some of these goals and look at some of these tasks a little bit differently and break them down into actionable chunks that then you can reflect on and go, hey, you know, I have actually achieved this. Um, can be a really, really useful, like handy, handy tip um, for, for you that you can play on a very, you know, small scale, even things like, especially tasks you don't really want to do. Um, so it's not a case of go shopping, it's going to go shopping and buy, you know, X, Y, Z, or it's not a case of, make tea, it's boiled potatoes or like, um, you know, boiled potatoes, put meat in oven. Things like this, when you can actually break it down and you can see your progress can be really, really helpful. And you can apply that for the small stuff, but you can also apply it for much bigger things as well. So you have a goal to get to X figures in your business, but what are the steps that you need to dedicate yourself and take full responsibility for as well every single day or every single week in order to achieve that? That is amazing advice because basically what you're talking about here is, you know, really articulating and thinking through what actually needs to get done. Right. So, you know, like I, I'm a productivity nerd. I've used just about every, you know, like to-do list software, you know, like I've, you know, tried some offline stuff, you know, where you're writing down in a book, all that stuff. Right. And I've had uh, another guest on this, uh, on this show that, that said you should actually schedule your 
your to-dos, right? Because, you know, so what that you put 50 things on a list, you know, but if you actually block out, you know, the hour and a half, it's going to take you to, like you said, write that email campaign or write that welcome email, you know, but still take the time, you know, not just to write out the, you know, the five word sentence of what it takes of what, what you want done, but take the extra five minutes to articulate, you know, that there are specific steps that need to happen in order to, you know, in order to truly mark that close. Right. Totally. So you can pull it's it really steps. Easy if you get interrupted as well, then you can go back because if you've written down the 20 steps you take and you've only got to step 13, you get distracted, but you come back and you dive right into it. Like in terms of getting yourself back in the zone, it's much quicker. And the exact same thing happens in life. So, hey, you know, you have this big goal to do whatever launch in your business, but you get distracted because someone in your life is unwell or something like that. And you get lost along the way. And then often, you know, it gets later and later and it, or it doesn't happen or, you know, whatever. But if you've actually got a really clear path in mind of where you're going to get to and how you're going to do that, then interruptions aren't so significant. You can come back around and achieve those goals. That is amazing advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Jem, can you please uh, tell everyone how they can learn more about you and how they can reach out to you directly if they'd like to learn more? Oh, awesome. Well, I would absolutely love to connect with um, anyone that's listening. I always love networking um, with fellow entrepreneurs and business people. Um, but the best place to go is uh, com, where you can find my services. You can get um, uh, a call with me if you want to just chat strategy or see a little bit more about me. And um, I also have a book that I'm very soon to launch. It's very exciting. So it's an ebook format right now on the website. And then I'm going to be launching on Amazon and hard copy very soon. But if you just want to chat or you want to uh, see if I'm a real human or not, you can head to Instagram at Jen Cooper and, and I will be in the DMs. Amazing stuff. Thank you so much for sharing all that today. I really appreciate you taking the time, even with the time difference, you know, that we have, you know, this been, it's been a really great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.